Are you ready to start showing up as the best version of you? Ditching those diets, embracing and enjoying training and learning that you are enough. Join me, Vicky Marks, or more commonly known as Vicky PT, personal trainer, nutrition coach, and female transformation specialist on a podcast journey of inspiration, motivation, usable tips, and support to fire you forward into becoming that best version of you, plus some special guests along the way. You're listening to Strong, Confident, Transform. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to podcast 47, Stop Overthinking It. So here's the glamour, right? Everyone thinks, oh, she's got a podcast. She's so professional and so expert. But I had to send my children and my husband away so that I could record this podcast at 4pm, Saturday the 20th of November afternoon. This podcast launches at 7am tomorrow morning. The juggle is real, guys. The juggle is real. (laughs) But I love it. I love talking to you guys. I love doing my podcasts. So I hope you enjoy listening to them as much as I love recording them. But I just wanted to get that in there at the beginning that, you know, there's nothing glamorous about um, old Vicky PT over here. She's uh, recording it last minute on a Saturday at 4pm and kicking her family out the house so she can do so. These podcast mics pick up any bit of noise around you. (laughs) So today, this is really important. It's come at a good time. I think um, this topic is something that everyone needs to hear at the moment. Um, I mean, there is a overwhelming feeling of uh, lowness at the moment. I'm sensing, I mean, I have over 215 women on my membership site. There are, you know, I coach hundreds and hundreds of women um, and the general consensus is that life is just a little bit tough at the moment. I think there's a lot of um, uncertainty. uh, That ugly COVID word is still hanging around and doing its worst. Um, I think the change of routine has been super hard for people. We've gone from being in the house all the time and actually having more time than we need to do things to going back to pre-COVID where we're chasing our ass. And I put it in a post this week on on Instagram and Facebook, like a tit in a trance, because that is pretty much what us mums are like, right? However, like... The biggest thing I'm finding at the moment is women are overcomplicating this, overcomplicating helping themselves. They are saying, I haven't got time to change my knickers, let alone do a workout. I know that's utter BS because, you know, like what program did you watch on Netflix last week? Did you get through a whole series? Because if you did, you've got time to do that workout. I know, like no one wants to train at nine o'clock at night, but if we truly want to feel better about ourselves, then we have to do the things that we don't want to do. And unfortunately, if you live an incredibly busy life, a working mum, and you know, maybe you're having a time like I have recently where 
the kids are just that little bit more demanding of you, then time feels really small. It doesn't feel like it's possible. You're like, it's absolutely impossible to be able to fit this in. But split that word in two. I am possible. Like you are possible and you can fit you in. And if you're complaining that you're tired all the time, do something about it. Like I would say nine times out of 10, most women feel overtired and exhausted because they're just not doing anything. They're not energizing their body with exercise. They're not fueling their body with food that their body actually requires. They are not moving their body, which is a part of human nature. And actually what they're doing in their own mind is telling themselves what they cannot do all of the time. And the problem is we keep telling ourselves we can't do something because we're tired. We can't do something because we're exhausted. We can't do something because we're too busy. Well, guess what? The brain just decides that's it. There's no other option because you've told it that that many times that it's the gospel truth. So start turning it around. You are important. You do have time. I need to make the time. And question yourself because, you know, like if somebody said to you, are you making the most of this amazingly precious thing that we have, which is life? If someone asked you that question and you said, no, I'm complaining I'm tired all the time. I'm eating junk food all the time because I haven't got time to do anything else. Um, I haven't got time to move. Um, All I've got time for is to work, um, throw food down my neck and go to bed at night. Now, how long does that go on for before you go bang? And this is like a big question I'm asking now. Like, how long can you continue to tell yourself that you have no time, that you're exhausted and, you know, you eat, sleep and work? How long until you go bang? And are you living that precious life to the full. Like, ask yourself these questions because I haven't got time not to exercise. Because if I don't exercise, I don't train, I am half the person that I am. And I can't live on half, you know, I can't live on half of myself. Like, I don't want to show up as half of myself. I don't want to wake up every day and feel shit about the day ahead. I don't want to be miserable with my children all the time. I do not want to not show up in my business. I do not want to just drift through life feeling rubbish. It's not what I want. Therefore, I haven't got time to not exercise. I haven't got time to not move. I haven't got time to fuel myself with junk food that makes me anxious, makes my mood low, makes me feel crap about my body, makes my trousers tight. I hate my trousers being tight, especially at this time of year. Anyone that knows me knows I want to feel absolutely shit hot on my Christmas parties, you know? Like when I go out for Christmas, I want to feel great. Like it is, I don't know why. Don't ask me why. I don't know if it's years and years of doing this, but you know, I up the ante at this time of year, which most people are hibernating because of winter, whereas I'm ramping it up because, you know, like I love feeling good at this time of year and I love going into Christmas being in full control of myself. Um, so like, you know, I haven't got time to not do these things. 
And if you're listening to this podcast and you're rock bottom, you don't know which way to turn, you're fed up of feeling fed up, you don't know if you can, you're actually questioning whether you can actually do anything, then reach out to me because I'll be absolutely sure that I can help you get out of that. Sometimes we just need someone to help us out the pit. And this is why, you know, I'm very, very um, open about how I will always reach out for help if I know I need it. If I'm in a pit and I'm clambering out and I just can't get to the bank of this pit, then I'll find somebody that can get me on the bank. And you know what? If I need it, I'll help them, you know, get me away from that bank. I'll I'll get them to help me get far away from that bank if I need them to. Like I'm not I'm not against and I'm not unwilling to invest in myself because you know like it's not a weakness to ask for help it's smart and if you are in a bot a big deep pit the only thing you are doing by doing nothing is digging deeper you have a spade and your pit is getting deeper and deeper and guess what the longer you stay in that pit and you sink further and further the harder and the more challenging it is gonna be to get you out. So if you are in your head saying, which believe me, I hear this a lot, I'm just not in the right headspace at the moment. I'm really low. So um, I'm gonna start again when I feel better. Honestly, I could bang my head against a brick wall when I get a message like that because you know, like, just visualize this analogy for me because uh, when I say this, like, this person messages me, they're in a pit, it's really disgusting. There's disgusting sludge at the bottom of this pit. It's horrible. It's disgusting to be in and it makes you feel low. It makes you feel rock bottom. It's like, oh, this is just disgusting. I hate the way I feel in this pit. But it's pretty tough to get out of. It's slimy feels like it's sucking you in you feel like there's no way out you're like digging your fingers into the side of this pit trying to climb out but your hands just keep going into the side and you're just getting nowhere and you're getting sucked downwards well this is the exact time that you say to say me or someone else I don't care who I need help I need help with what I feel like right now. I need help to get out of this pit. Or, you know, you say, I haven't got the headspace for this and you sink further and further and further. And then, you know, like, you're not coming back to it. There's absolutely no way you're gonna get out of that headspace. There's absolutely no way you are going to feel better by walking away. Absolutely not. All you're gonna do is sink deeper And in three years time, you're going to be going, holy shit, I need some serious help. Because what I was three years ago when I felt rock bottom, well, times that by 100 and that's how I feel right now. So, you know, and I've said this before about building um, habits and normals and stuff like that in the last podcast, was it the last one or the one before where I talked about new normals and how like, If saying my head's in the wrong place, I'm going to give up is something that you do all the time. 
well, guess what? It's just going to be your default and you will fail time and time and time again. And not because you're learning from that failure because, hey, I'll put my hands up in that I fail all the time. Like, but my failure equals learning and I move on and grow stronger and I learn something from that failure. There's a difference between that sort of failure and just pure giving up on yourself. Giving up on yourself failure is quite possibly the worst form of failure out there. And it can actually become so ingrained that it's actually just something that you do. So you get to a point in your life where you're like, well, nothing's really going to work for me because all I do is give up. And that ingrained pattern in your brain, that neural pathway is so deep and so strong, it's then really hard work to get out of. But don't get me wrong, I have helped many women, many, many women get out of that. I have. Like, I've been doing this for 19 years now. I know how women work. So um, not to frighten anyone when they message me, but I can read into messages like the click of my fingers. Like I know when someone's telling me some excuses and I know when people really need, um, you know, a big breath or, you know, need some, a bit more bespoke help from me. But, you know, I know the difference because I've been doing this a long time. And, you know, I am a woman and I've been working on myself for 19 years plus. Um, I used to give myself the excuses. Oh, I just can't afford to go to the gym at the moment. So I'm going to cancel my membership. Is that actually true? Or can you just not be bothered to do it? Like, I've been there before, you know, like I'm spending £10 a week on going to Costa and having some coffee, like damn right I can afford that gym membership, I just need to cut down on that coffee I'm going and buying that many times a week. That bottle of wine you're buying every week at £9 a bottle, like you probably ditch that on the head and keep your gym membership, what's important to you, you know what I mean? So, you know, I can read through these things. So, Stop overthinking it. Why am I doing this podcast? I always digress. You guys know that anyway. Um, So women are overthinking this thing. Overthinking fat loss, overthinking health, overthinking being on track, overthinking training, overthinking moving. When I say move, it doesn't mean 30,000 steps a day. When I say do the training, twice a week is amazing. Like, Stop striving for something that you can't realistically achieve. Like twice a week consistently for three months will get you results. Absolutely no doubt about it. What doesn't get you results is six times a week for a week. Can't maintain it. I'm going to do zero next week. Shit, I need to get back to training. I'll do two the week after. Bugger, that wasn't enough. I'm going to do six one after that. Shit, I can't maintain that. I'm going to do zero after that. That continues for three months and you're the same as you were when you first started. There's no consistency in that. None. Just train twice a week, every week for three months. If life is tough, exercise once a week for three months alongside being really mindful around your diet. And if you're a part of my member, a part of my membership, following your basic principles of nutrition, follow them and train once a week. And then, you know, get up at lunchtime, go for a walk around your back garden, be conscious of your movement, 
be conscious of yourself. Fuel yourself, drink your water while you're sitting at your desk and you're doing your work. You know, like there's really simple ways of looking after yourself. It doesn't mean you have to be 100% perfect to get results. Actually, I'd prefer my ladies to be 60% following what I tell them to do and doing that for six months than actually going 100% for a month and then going, well, hey, I'm burnt out. See you later. So, you know, like this is about sustainability and I'm a mum. I've got two children. I work some days. It's not unheard of for me to work 16 hours in a day. Like, yep, I'm a hard worker. Yep, I've got a husband that helps me out, but I'm also chasing my kids around all evening my laptop goes with me. I'm watching them play football while I'm typing up a program for someone. I'm writing a blog while I'm trying to put them to bed. You know, I am living on a very tight schedule myself. I live a very busy life. And, you know, I have women messaging me saying, look, I've just got such an incredibly busy life. I just can't do it. Yes, you can. You can. You just have to realize what's important and you have to ask yourself the question like, by doing nothing for myself, am I actually uh, making my life easier or harder? And 110% you are making your life harder by not fitting yourself in. Adding you to the plates is not adding another thing. It's actually helping you spin those plates more efficiently. So stop telling yourself that you can't do it because you're too busy. I haven't got time. You haven't got time to not think about it if you are a busy woman. Like, you know, sometimes my alarm goes off five to six in the morning. Yes, I grumble about it. I think about putting the covers back over my head and going back to sleep. I want to turn my alarm off and go, mm, not today, I don't want to do it. But I get up, I do what I say I'm going to do. I get up, I do the training session. Guess what? My day after that point runs like clockwork because I've got up, I've done the work on myself. Therefore, everything else I have to do for everyone else is much easier. You know, if I'd put the cover over my head, gone back to sleep, I'd have got up late. I'd have missed breakfast probably because, you know, if I stay in bed, I feel worse for it. I feel lethargic. I feel gross. So breakfast then gets delayed. I then go, shit, why didn't I just fit that training session in? Because now I feel really sluggish and yuck that I didn't do my training session. I didn't invigorate my body with that training that I wanted to do. So that's how my day starts to go. I'm knackered by three o'clock because I've hardly moved because I've sat doing programs and working on admin and I've ran around in my gym, training clients, kids, blah, blah, blah. And then by the evening, I'm like, what a shit day. Didn't start with my training, haven't eaten right because I skipped breakfast and then my sugar levels were all over the place. So I ate something I shouldn't have at lunchtime, blah, blah, blah. It all carries on and boom, that's a really unsuccessful day right there which could have been completely different if I'd have just got out of bed at six o'clock, got myself ready, done a half an hour training session and got on with my day. You know what I'm getting at here, like looking after ourselves, putting us into the diary doesn't add to our life. It makes our life easier. It makes everything run more efficiently. Like without us, it doesn't work. And until 
you start to believe that you're important and you start to feel what it feels like to actually look after you, you can't believe that this is true. Like I know there'll be many women listening to this going, but I just haven't physically got the time. I haven't physically got the time to fit in half an hour exercise. Break down your day. I urge you, I'm setting you a task if you are this woman saying you haven't got time. Setting you a task. What do you do at six o'clock in the morning? What do you do at, I don't know. If you work from home, what do you do at lunchtime? If you, I don't know, after you've picked the kids up from school and you bring them home, what do you do? What do you do at six o'clock at night? What do you do at seven o'clock at night? Like write down your whole day, including mindless scrolling on Facebook and Instagram. Include that as well because I know when people look at their screen time and they go, oh, four hours a day, that can't be true. And then they realize that actually there is half an hour a day where they sit and they mindlessly scroll on their phone. Use that to do something else. Do a 20 minute workout. I post workouts in my membership site all the time that are 12 minutes long. You have time for that. And I know when you can sometimes be in a really dark pit, you can argue that and say, no, I really haven't got time. But I urge you to sit down, write down your day. Where can you fit it in? Because, you know, I've spoke about this before. I sit on a Sunday night, I get my diary out. I look at my chaotic week ahead of me. I write everything in. I have highlighters. I highlight everything for the kids in green. Anything that's fun time, which generally comes at the weekend for me, is in pink. And then all my training goes in my diary in yellow. It's non-negotiable. It's an appointment with myself. It can't be taken for something else. It is what I do. The family get to know about it. My husband knows that that's my time for me. It goes on the calendar. It is my time to train. Like his time to train goes on there as well. Like might sound a bit anal and a bit, you know, over-organized. But if you want to achieve all the things, then you have to be organized. And you have to know what you're doing and when you're doing it. And, you know... I haven't got time to not do that. I need to spin my thousands of plates fast and efficiently. And I need to get results out of all of those things. The kids have to get to somewhere on time, not late. My kids have to get to school on time, not late. I have to be there to pick them up on time, not late. You know, I've got clients to see. I've got people I need to show up for. I've got two busy businesses and if I don't look after myself, all those things start to fall away. And like I said at the beginning of this podcast, like if I asked you the question, are you making the most of this thing that is precious, which is life? Are you making the most of it? Or are you just drifting from one day to the next, feeling worse and worse as you go? And if you are, then you need to do something about that you need to take some action on how you feel about yourself, how your mood is and how you feel. There's no magic pill for this stuff. Like, you know, going to the GP surgery because you're feeling low. Like, do some exercise, eat some good food, do some training because nine times out of 10, what that doctor needs to say to that person is, go and do some exercise. How's your diet? Are you looking after yourself? rather than going down that hole of, 
you know, medication and maybe I'm depressed or, you know, nine times out of 10 for me with women, it's because they are just refusing to put themselves anywhere near the top. And I'm not saying this is easy. I am not saying taking care of yourself and finding time for you is easy. It might mean that, yeah, eight o'clock at night is when you've got to do the workout. But if that's what you've got to do twice a week, how hard is that? 30 minutes twice a week at 8 p.m. What are you doing otherwise? Waiting for the dinner to be cooked? If you are, do the workout while the dinner's being cooked. Be efficient with your time. If you're putting the kids to bed, you know, like, not all husbands take charge on this, but how can you delegate? How can you compromise so that you get two nights a week where you get to do your training and someone else does bedtime? All these things are an option and it's about whether we want to do them or whether we don't. Don't overthink it. Don't overcomplicate it by thinking that you need to train six days a week to get results. You don't. Like, Twice a week, you know, consistently. Put it in the diary, highlight it in yellow. Get a really simple food um, plan sorted out for yourself so that you are fueling yourself right every day. I think it is really important that women have a community. I built this membership site three years ago and the main um, bit that I was so passionate about building was this community, this place that was safe for women to come into, speak their truth, get their help, get their advice, get their support, um, and to be part of something. I think it's super special to be part of something. You might, you know, some of my women are absolutely on fire and don't need to ask me any questions at all for a month. And then there's a time where they need to ask me a question every single day for a month. And that's the joy of having someone you can turn to. Like when you need to, they're there. And that is what my I built my membership site on. And I think for women to succeed, they always need that someone to turn to. Someone to get advice, someone to say, oh my God, this is what's going on in my life. What shall I do? Like, you know, when obstacles come about, which they are inevitable to come about, it's life, it's what happens. You've got that safe space to turn to. You've got the, you know, the group of women that make you feel like you're not alone in life, which is really important. I think a lot of women that are not looking after themselves think they're alone in that. But there's always other women that feel the same as you. So I think a community is really important. So I'm going off on a tangent again. So what this podcast is all about, stop overthinking it step by step, add things every day. If you're finding life overwhelming, which a lot of people are right now, start with the basics, like just basic stuff. Start cleaning up your diet, move your body, start thinking, oh my God, I'm just going to start going for a walk for 10 minutes at lunchtime. Like just start with the basic stuff that doesn't feel so overwhelming. I really hope this has helped today, guys. If any of you are listening and thinking, oh my God, I so need the help, then reach out to me. Not in January, please. Now. (laughs) Um, There's no time like the present. There's no time like the present. So reach out if you need that help. If you've enjoyed today, 
do please leave me a review. Um, share it with anyone you think could get benefit from this right now. These podcasts are purely to help people, motivate people, inspire people to do different. So <clears throat> if you know someone it could help, share away. But until next time, I'll see you soon.